Welcome to the ASHP official podcast, your guide to issues related to medication use, public health, and the profession of pharmacy. Thanks for joining us in this episode of Educator Essentials, the podcast where we talk with our members about success stories, best practices, and strategies for faculty, preceptors, and those involved in the education of the pharmacy workforce. My name is Gina Galanowichin. I work with ASHP and will serve as the host for today's episode. Today, we're chatting with Drs. Lindsay Davis and Erin Rainey about professional development encompassing individual learner and team context through their upcoming educational session titled Precepting Effectiveness, Habits of Preceptors Workshop, and then also Kaleidoscopes, Kaleidoscopes Viewing Self-Team Enhancement Frameworks Through the Lens of Pharmacist Practitioners. So two robust sessions that are going to take place at ASHP's National Pharmacy Preceptors Conference in October of 2023. So welcome to both our speakers. It's exciting to have you on board. Thanks for having us. Thank you. So before we get started with the actual sessions, and we'll go through kind of what each of them are about and what our audience should expect, I wanted to take a moment and get to know you guys, and, and for those listening who may not have been familiar with your educational background. So tell us a little bit about your experience in precepting, education, and some of your inspiration to coming to this field. And we'll start with Lindsay first. Thanks, Gina. And thanks for being interested about us personally. Um, and we can't wait to get to know our audience as well. So my name is Lindsay Davis. I've had the amazing, great fortune of serving in several different roles as a pharmacist over the past 20 years. And it's almost hard for me to believe I've been a pharmacist for 20 years. I'm not convinced I'm old enough for that. But anyhow, first and foremost, my passion has always been centered in education. Um, If you know me well, you've heard me say that in kindergarten, I wanted to be a kindergarten teacher. In first grade, I wanted to be a first grade teacher. In second grade, I I won't continue, but the story continues for me, including up until the point when I was in pharmacy school and I decided that I wanted to become a pharmacy academician. When I graduated from pharmacy school, my roots really started in community pharmacy, and I spent six years working in two major community pharmacy chains, at which point or during which time I got married, I had two small children, and I decided that I wanted to pursue my passion of teaching, and I was a non-traditional resident um, at in adult acute care in the Phoenix VA system um, six years after I graduated. Um, That was a struggle, but a beautiful struggle in me kind of learning and relearning and being an adult learner with some true experience behind my belt. And after I completed my residency, I landed my dream job in academia in 2010 and spent 12 years developing my teaching and cardiology expertise at Midwestern University College of Pharmacy in Glendale, Arizona. I've had the great fortune to have amazing colleagues, and through our work together, building each other up, we've done a number of grassroots efforts to create teaching and learning curricula uh, for postgraduate training of pharmacists through our local program called the Clinician Educators Program. And then we have a sister program that we developed with CE Impact called Learn to Teach and Practice. And really out of those two programs spurred a program called the Habits of Preceptors Project, which we're going to talk about more today. In 2022, so just over a year ago, I made a big leap in my professional career and I moved into pharmaceutical industry where I now work and I serve in field medical at Pfizer Embolism team. And honestly, I'm still learning about all the facets of this role and how I can be most impactful when serving as a resource to healthcare providers. To be honest, it's a little tough to be at arm's length distance from the classroom and from patient care every day. But my passion for education and precepting continues. In fact, I've just started a master's program at Penn State in strategic learning. 
fascinating stuff to learn about yourself and others. A key message in all of this is that our, our ability to be impactful is grounded in our experiences, probably more so our failures than our successes, and hinged on our ability to be authentic know ourselves well and respect, honor, and give grace to ourselves and others on our individual journey. Funny story about how our lives are intermingled as I turn it over to Aaron. I met Aaron for the first time in person in 2004 at child birthing classes when we were both pregnant with our oldest daughters. Aaron went to pharmacy school actually with my husband in the 1990s and I got to serve as Aaron's family's community pharmacist when our girls were little before I went back to pursue residency training and then academia. And that's where Aaron and I became colleagues and collaborators at Midwestern in 2000, in the 2010s. So it's certainly a small interconnected world. Aaron, if you don't know her, is an amazing individual inside and out and professionally someone who has served me very well um, in building me up and being a partner in all of my crazy antics and ideas. So I can't wait for you to learn a little bit about Aaron. So Aaron, take it away. Well, thank you, Lindsay. Um, as you were talking about us being in childbirthing classes, I, I think it's just an, an interesting time point this year as we both sent our uh, oldest daughters to college. So uh, what what a time we've had. As Lindsay mentioned, I've had the uh, pleasure of collaborating with her and our other colleagues on multiple projects at Midwestern University uh, that have been related to continuous professional development. And, and I've been a faculty member here at Midwestern for about 22 years. Um, my background is in ambulatory care, and my precepting experience has been with pharmacy students and residents in an interprofessional family medicine clinic. I also teach a variety of uh, chronic disease management topics in the classroom setting. And really, it was through those interactions with learners, both at the student and resident level, that I recognized both the need for and opportunity to facilitate their development of professional skills much beyond any clinical knowledge that I could teach them. And that really led to these collaborations. Um, we have a student leadership development program, the teaching and learning curricula that Lindsay mentioned, the clinician educators program. And really every step on this journey has also opened uh, my eyes to my own needs in professional development. So by working on these projects, I just really love the give and take that you know, as I'm teaching and, and participating in the programs, I gain as much or even more than the learners do during these programs. So from a professional long, longevity uh, standpoint, it's it's been so important. What a beautiful journey. And I love the connections piece. It just brings a little bit of a personal touch to some of the sessions and some of the learnings. And um, very excited to hear about how you came to in education um, and pharmacy even through not traditional and traditional pathways. So with that said, and now that the audience knows a little bit more about you, let's dive into your session. So one of them is going to be on effective preceptor habits, and the other one is going to be on self and team framework. So let's talk a little bit about them. Um, I think, Lindsay, you're going to start with the um, preceptor habits one, so we'll um, start there, and then we'll uh, go to Erin. Yes, I'm glad you started with me because I'm literally nearly bubbling over with excitement about this session. Um, in fact, the Habits of Preceptors project started in 2016. So we're emerging on almost 10 years of work in this area and we're are in, unveiling our enhanced, interactive, over-the-top, amazing website um, later this week and then sharing it with all of you in early October. And 
We hope you love this resource as much as we do as a place to learn and grow and reflect and build your skills. So what does the agenda of the Habits of Preceptors workshop look like? Let me take you through a little journey here. First, we'll start with a quick overview of context and history of the Habits of Preceptors project. And then we will talk about the framework of the Habits of Preceptors project. That framework contains three domains encompassing 11 total habits. The three domains are one, preceptor is a practice role model. Two, preceptor is an effective educator. And three, the preceptor provides high quality assessment of learners. After we hopefully inspire and engage you and tell you about the Habits of Preceptors project, if you haven't come across it already, we will have all of us focus on domain two, preceptor is an effective educator. And within that domain, there are three habits. Habit 2.1, create a positive learning environment. 2.2, use established precepting principles. And 2.3, adapt teaching methods to meet the needs of individual learners. We'll then provide some time and space for each of our attendees to complete a Habits of Preceptors assessment, either using our traditional published pen and paper rubric or our electronic questionnaire, which is being unveiled in that new website, and then start beginning to make a SMART goal founded in one of these three habits. You'll take what you've learned from that and then go into one of three breakout sessions probably not surprising, each breakout session is allotted uh, one of the three habits. And myself, Aaron, and another close colleague of ours, Elizabeth Pogge, will be leading those breakout sessions, which will take a deeper dive um, on those habits, reflection, smart goal setting, and the tools available through the Habits of Preceptors project. Then finally, we'll regroup with all of the attendees um, so you can learn more about next steps, such as external review and transcripts and preceptor resources and email messages, et cetera. There are so many exciting things we have to cover. I could keep on and on, but I'll turn it over to Aaron. I actually think that these sessions are nicely connected, and Aaron will tell you more about that. Yeah, I think the connection between the professional frameworks presentation and the habits of preceptors is really nice, especially between um, the emphases in domain one. So things like professionalism, relationships, communication, the continuous professional development cycle. Um, really, as preceptors, we might seek out some frameworks to provide a structure or maybe a language for our own professional development, or perhaps really help facilitate that of our learners. So I should probably explain what we mean by frameworks. I think we're all familiar with assessments that help us identify our, our innate strengths or maybe emotional intelligence or habits or mindset. And all these frameworks are really intended to improve our work-life integration. Um, but the sheer number of books and websites and material can really be overwhelming. And in our experience, Really, there's more similarities than differences between these. So we think it's really a matter of finding a framework that speaks to you. So in this presentation, what we hope to do is expose several examples of published frameworks, and we'll spend the time during the presentation comparing and contrasting their attributes, like are they focused on developing a team or an individual, or do they provide insight on topics like managing burnout, or maybe developing leadership or project management skills. And then um, we'll use some common precepting scenarios and brainstorm with the audience some frameworks that might fit whatever the issue is at hand. 
One of the best parts about this is that we'll have a planning worksheet that each participant will use to really take this home and identify a precepting issue that they would like to prioritize. So during the session, we'll have each participant identify a goal and a framework that sounded interesting or, or was intriguing to them that they want to investigate further after the presentation. And what we love about this is that some of us may embrace the opportunity to invest in our own development, or maybe some might choose to turn their focus outward and facilitate the development of their students or residents. So really from either perspective, we think there'll be something for everyone in this presentation. This is wonderful. And I love kind of the hands-on participation that our um, individual audience members will be able to partake in. Um, kind of building their own frameworks and learning from some of the resources that are existing. I know you both covered this a little bit as far as um, when you were going through the different session descriptions, but let's let's dive in a little bit more as far as what do you hope that at the end of your session, the audience will walk away knowing or any exciting um, activity program or kind of tidbit that you think will be valuable for them walking out of that session um, in October. Lindsay, we'll start with you again. Absolutely. So I am limiting myself to just two things here, although I think there's a lot to take away from this section. First, serving as a preceptor is a calling and a way to pay it forward. And preceptors serve as role models first and mentors second. And it's a vital, selfless, nuanced, and rewarding process. We all know that healthcare is complex and for better or for worse, is getting more complex each day, ever-changing and taxing. We talk about burnout, I feel like, more often than ever these days. It takes a village to train the next generation and to keep all of us on top of the data in the current economy. And it behooves us all to lean in and become our best professionally. And one way to do that is to give back through mentoring, that concept of paying it forward to those who come after us. I've often said to those that I've mentored, what rent do we pay on the space we get to take up in the profession? And I think that precepting is such an important space. Second, the Habits of Preceptors project comes from such a good place. It comes from a grassroots effort to meet everyone where they are at while fostering and facilitating meaningful development through goal setting and achievement. The Habits of Preceptors project is not about comparing or ranking or stratifying one preceptor to another. It's recognizing that we're all as strong as our weakest link and taking us all together to move forward and grow and develop and flourish. We hope that you're excited about learning about it if you haven't already. And if you've already heard about our project, we hope that you check out the new advancements we have on our website to offer for everyone uh, free for educational use. Erin, what did you wanna share? Oh, well, I think that um, when we look at the takeaways from the Frameworks presentation, we really hope that everyone will be energized by the discussion and having their own specific personal action plan related to their setting, their needs. And that first step of identifying or prioritizing a key issue, and maybe a tangible tool to use, that will already be complete by the end of the uh, presentation. So we hope that just facilitates some really, really forward motion. We're also excited that as part of that planning worksheet, we've curated some resources that will really allow someone to take it 
a, a deep dive for themselves uh, once they are done with the presentation and they're at home thinking through their their action plan. The chart will, or the the handout will have a comparison chart and links to resources and things that we just won't even have time to touch on in the presentation. So we really feel like there'll be some very supportive materials for them to have at their fingertips at home. Wonderful. Thank you both for sharing. And I think um, hopefully those of you listening are building some enthusiasm around the sessions coming up in just a few weeks. Before um, we wrap up and I like to go for the day, I wanted to ask maybe some resources, advice, or any recommended readings that you have um, for those listening. Um, some I know are excited and will be coming to the session to learn more. Uh, for those who maybe don't have a chance to, to show up, uh, are there any any resources or information that might be helpful to our listeners today? Absolutely. So please check out our website at www.habitsofpreceptors.org or follow us on Twitter at Preceptor Habits. Um, we hope that the resources and tools that we're making available um, get utilized and loved and collaborations and research and development happens out of that. So we can't wait for what's to come. Erin, any closing thoughts from you? Yeah, I think that uh, we want our session on frameworks to be so collaborative that we're hoping that some of you might have an opportunity to brainstorm the frameworks that have really spoken to you and that you might have used in your professional arena so that when we uh, go through the presentation, we will be asking the audience to share their ideas and their recommendations as well. So we really want to be uh, learning from each other in that in that vein. Thank you both so much for joining today, for sharing your wisdom and for your enthusiasm for both sessions. Again, the titles will be Kaleidoscopes Viewing Self-Team Enhancement Frameworks Through the Lens of Pharmacist Practitioners and Precepting Effectiveness, A Habit of Preceptors Workshop. So don't forget to sign up and register if you haven't already for ASHP's National Pharmacy Preceptors Conference. And to learn more about these sessions and more of the sessions that will be offered during the conference, visit preceptors.ashp.org. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope to see you soon. Thank you for listening to ASHP Official, the voice of pharmacists advancing healthcare. Be sure to visit ashp.org forward slash podcast to discover more great episodes, access show notes, and download the episode transcript. If you loved the episode and want to hear more, be sure to subscribe, rate, or leave a review. Join us next time on ASHP Official.